Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to the Orville Podcast. Don't listen oh, to Hollywood no. Handbook. Um, all you ordinary Joes out there in the the the, the multiverse, uh, and welcome to the official Ordinary Joe podcast, uh, the podcast where we get on and we just we just talk about every single thing about the show Ordinary Joe. Uh, that's on one of the networks. I don't know which, but I will figure that out in just a moment. But first of all, I've got to say a hello uh, to. My well, it, it depends on which timeline we're in because in some timelines, they're my uh, my my officers of the law. Some of them, they're like uh, uh, my fellow nurses on the nursing staff, and then in some of them, um, I guess they're they're rock and rollers. But that's Miranda all the time. But first, I'm gonna say hello to the the most ordinary Joe of them all uh the, the a, a Joe expert our, our friend Joe McGurl Joe welcome to the show thanks pleasure to be here uh to lend my expertise on all things uh Joe <laughs> yes we have you here because we are going to ask you how it how Joe like uh th- this show really was I mean I don't want to ask you now but mm-hmm. I just want you to sit and think about that uh, while we talk about other things. Yeah. If I could, I just want to say, like, how special it is that, you know, Joes are starting to get, like, representation in media. <laughs> you know, we've gone, like, so long without there being much Joes. Uh, mm-hmm. So it is just, like, for me, you know, like, that's something I could show my kid one day and be like, oh, that's that's me up there. That's me on that screen. It's really special. And I'm honored to uh, to be a, a part of this. Been so long since Pros vs. Joes went off the air. Yeah, and, and then the Joe Schmo show. So it's like it's all <laughs> kind of coming Joe back Million, together. Joe Millionaire. Joe Millionaire. And there is a yeah, Joe Millionaire in Joe the show, I think, in this one. When it comes to Joe <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think yeah. a couple. We can speculate on that later. <laughs> uh, and let's say hello to um, uh, the the number one cop on the force, I guess. Uh, Officer <laughs> Kevin, alien expert, <laughs> Dr. Kevin O'Brien, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, um, ready to, I don't know, rock and roll? <laughs> no, wait, that's, that would be the music one. Um, right, yeah, yeah I decided yeah. you're the cop one. Yeah, uh, geez, uh, time to clean up these streets, I guess. 
I don't like to be the cop, but if somebody has to be it, then I'll do it. Well, maybe maybe we'll we'll switch it up every episode. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I think maybe <laughs> we could find out at the end of the show who the real uh, cop is here. Oh, okay, okay, yes, oh, okay. Yeah, good Greg, idea. If you could just if you could just sprinkle in like cop personality interview questions throughout, <laughs> and at the end, let us know who who mm-hmm. passed. I thought you were gonna yeah. say sprinkle if- some drugs on on like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. If I might just suggest. To me, the person most likely to be a cop would be the guy who starts uh, pointing fingers at other people and trying to start an investigation. Just saying. I, I didn't want to say it because I'm a guest on this <laughs> show, but absolutely. Smells like top cop shit. We've got uh, the rock and roll all-star, uh, our old friend Miranda. Miranda, welcome to the podcast. Oh, and also you're also a security officer still. We have to keep yeah. all of the, the uh, Orville ranks because... When the Orville comes back, I mean, I love Ordinary Joe, and it's my favorite show I've ever seen in my life, except for the Orville, but I fucking love the Orville, and I hate Ordinary Joe in comparison. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, writers, Joe, Ordinary Joe writers room, if you're listening, ignore that. I know you are. Ignore that. Ignore that. That was a joke. This is a, this is, we fool around. We have a good Yeah, this is a comedy podcast. We do love the Orville. It's an Ordinary Joe. Yeah, we do love the Orville. But um, thank you for the introduction, and thank you for not making me the cop, even though I'm the security officer. I was pretty worried about that. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, not really sure who how an alien expert is. I don't understand how that's a, anything like a more about your personality. You're right. Yeah, you should have been the nurse, Kevin. I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you. He's a nurse. I thought he was a doctor. He was a guy. That's weird. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll have to get into that later. And uh, welcome to the show, uh, the the medical uh, the medical mind of the century, Tim. Tim, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks. I'm glad the to be medicine, here. The village medicine man. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna not take that title. <laughs> you can just call me Nurse Tim. <laughs> Nurse Tim, great. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show, and welcome to you, all the listeners. Of course, we've got a I lot a, of. Sorry, sorry, it's I. It's oh, a yeah, DNP though. I'm a doctor of of nursing. So oh, it's, okay. It's like a high okay. rank nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. But I mean, it's like it's like weird because do you, do you have people call you doctor and then you're well? I'm not technically a doctor. I'm a nurse, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Jeez, I really don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> And okay. I don't know if it's like uncool to get it wrong. <laughs> I, do, I would I would call such a person doctor. Sure. Okay. Uh well, let me just say hello to all the listeners. Uh if you know us from when we talked about uh the Orville or uh, Prodigal Son or any of the Scott Grimes movies we saw Critters 2, etc. Um you don't know us for this ordinary Joe podcast, but if you are a huge fan of the Ordinary Joe TV show, and I know you are because, you know, this thing is going off. Everybody is talking about this show. Uh, you are you don't know us, and you don't know what we're all about. What we do is we watch a TV show, and then we talk about it on a podcast. That was, uh, you know, we invented this, this genre of podcasts, and uh, a lot of people have tried to kind of hop on our bandwagon since then, but uh, we were the first and uh, definitely the best, I would say, for sure. Certainly the official. Right, right, right. We are the official Ordinary Joe podcast. Uh, 
We've been selected by whatever network Ordinary Joe is on. Does anyone know, by the way? We should we should know. Yeah, it looks so like an NBC. NBC. I think NBC, yeah. Looks, yeah. yeah. Uh, that reeked of NBC to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know the meeting that we took is kind of a haze, but I'm pretty sure they said NBC right. a couple times. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think it was like, fuck NBC, we're CBS. <laughs> I think they were saying, we're NBC. You know, yeah, the- all these alphabet, uh, you know... Uh, companies, it's like, yeah, it's like alphabet soup, you know. It's like I put my spoon in the soup and I pull it out, and what am I gonna get this time? NBC or CBS, or maybe at the FOX, or maybe I'll get um CNN or CB. Uh, you Kev, know? I just hope it's not WAP, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll put that spoon in my mouth. <laughs> oh no, I gotta say, that was quite funny, but we're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> we are not, and yes. there is Neri the Punani on Ordinary Joe, so we shouldn't even talk about it. <laughs> it was it was interesting. They kept they there was a lot of like child making without any right. sex, which was cool. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's what I like. Yeah, to see. I love that. I love zero that. reference to any sex happening ever on that show. I love that though. I love that stuff. Yeah. Just, child appears i was big into like immaculate uh conceptions yeah and the immaculate reception <laughs> both the Steelers, baby <laughs> <laughs> and also we're gonna talk about this this first episode uh but then a little later uh i've got a a, a huge surprise oh i've been uh, hearing about this a wonderful surprise everybody is gonna flip your lids and i i think i think i'm not building it up enough actually uh, I think you are gonna when when you hear what this surprise is, everybody is going to freak out and and have like a, I don't know, like a brainstorm is what I think is going to happen and and possibly strokes <laughs> when we when I reveal this surprise later on. Okay, would you like build a Frankenstein? <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> okay, but worried. anyway, so we watched. Uh, I got nine more. I'm dialed into the phone, okay? Just okay, okay, yeah. Keep your hand on. I am a cop. <laughs> Can I ask one question before we get started? Yes. Hey, Greggy, do you trust the police? <laughs> okay. This is multiple choice. I trust the police, least of all. I trust the police, all of them. I trust the competent police, or I trust some of them. When it comes to Officer Kevin, uh, I, I trust him with my life. With With every other police officer in the world... Uh, not at all. I would say the the least one. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No That's problem. Uh, but we did watch Ordinary Joe season one episode one. Uh, way leads on to way. Uh, what what is what? Ordinary Joe? What'd you just What'd you just say? Way leads on to I way. Did. Way <laughs> leads on to way. That is what the name of the episode was. I don't think I, so. I paused it while I was watching and that title came up and I had to read it like four times and I still don't get it. This should okay, it really be way leads on to way leads on to way because there's three pathways that he right. has. True. I did I'm not familiar with this line, which is apparently from a Robert Frost poem, so I did assume it was from a Billy Joel song since he seems to be kind of the poet laureate of the show. Ran I had the exact same train of thought. <laughs> What exactly is this show? It's it's like so he uh, he's uh he's like a, a 40-year-old uh college senior at the very beginning. 
and uh, he 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 lays out three very specific life paths that he can take. He'll either uh, end up with this woman that he meets for the first time at the graduation ceremony, uh, or he will get together with his high or college, I guess, girlfriend on and off again, uh, or he will become a cop like his uncle. When I saw the trailer, I assumed he would he would like know that there was, you know, this this th these different paths going on or something. He would somehow have an awareness of it in some way. But it seems as though it's just telling us these three different stories with the the same lead character. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is NBC, and uh, it has that show This Is Us, which I don't think I've ever seen, uh, but I've seen like the ads for it. And it feels like they took one of those shows, but with like the large cast, you know, it'd be like one guy's a fireman, one guy's a whatever and whatever. <laughs> but this one, they just made it just the one guy. Yeah. So they get all the same dramas, but it's with all the same cast. So you don't have to remember any new people. Mm -hmm. So it's, they simplify it for you. That's a good theory. And now that you've compared it to This Is Us, okay, I get what the show is now. Okay, it's it's that kind of a thing. Yeah, uh, it's for it's for them, right? Whoever and watches so, that. Yeah, so we're gonna watch all of these episodes, huh? Oh, yeah. that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay. We weekly podcast. Well, I mean, here on it's out. so engaging too. Like it's such like it's the story and. It's so unique to see a show like this because not only are they telling these three different lives, but each one of them are so interesting. Everything that this man <laughs> does is just so, you know, I was on the edge of my seat. And not so it feels like, and it's good that the episodes are 40 minutes long, you know, 45 minutes, because they there is so much story <laughs> to tell across the three stories. It's like we're getting three television shows at once. I mean... I can't wait to see uh, what else. They should really call it Extraordinary Joe because this guy is really, he's got so yes. much depth yes. to us. Yeah, yeah or, and, uh, okay, I'll even go one more and I would say Extraordinary Joes because technically <laughs> it is three different Joes. I know it's the same guy, but I'm. Uh, it's three different Joes. Well, arguably well, they're, they're, four because the personalities narrative. are so unique. And the narrator. Well, hold on. I, I want to hear about this fourth Joe Tim's uh, theorizing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the narrator is outside of the of the Joe multiverse. Uh -huh. So I think the narrator counts as an additional Joe. He's like the God Joe. Because he's like seeing all of the other Joes. Right. He's like the most powerful Joe there is right now, Joe Biden. <laughs> he is. He is the Joe. Oh yeah, Biden that must have show. felt great That's for you, sure. Joe. Yeah, Joe. How, how did that feel to have a Joe president? Well, I mean, it's doubly great for me as um, both someone named Joe and someone from Scranton, Pennsylvania. That is uh, so wow. Have, oh, wow. That is to have one Scranton Joe at the you know most powerful position in the entire world. It really felt like a win for all Joes everywhere. Yeah. The other day I was I was walking down the street and I saw a Scranton Joe, you know, with a sign sitting on the sidewalk saying like please fell in hard times. Mm -hmm. You know, life's not good to Scranton Joes. I was like, you know, there's a Scranton Joe president now. Like I don't think you can use that excuse anymore, you know? 
It's one of those deals. You're pissed off. You're mad. Yeah, like, oh man, I'm hearing these Scranton Joes talk about how money. life is so much harder for them. And like, actually, one of them's president, so therefore. Okay, I see what analogy you're like, making. Like, one of my best friends is also a Scranton Joe, so it's like, I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah. It's so cool just to have all again, like I said at the top of the show, this this new sort of resurgence of of Joe representation is really something beautiful and special, especially after this hard year we've had. My dad's a Joe from uh, I think he was born in Williamsport. So that's like related. Yeah, I mean, it's like 40 minutes away, but yeah, yeah, 40 minutes away. Yeah, you can get that. Like I'm kind of a Scranton Joe. Yeah. Did you guys think it was weird that none of the four Joes talked about Joe Biden at at all? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was yep. it was noticeable. It's like it's almost as if they he wasn't their president, you know? Oh. You think that the path that he's going to choose <laughs> <laughs> It definitely takes place in a in a timeline post right now like this well, is they, they this mentioned place COVID. in the near no, future it, it, exactly no, it yeah is, it like is COVID right now it, it is right now because he goes to his 10-year college reunion and they say he graduated in 2011 which i'm like personally offended that oh. this man is supposed to be younger mm. than me but that is what they said <laughs> yeah but they said that the nurses defeated covid so covid's already <laughs> over yeah well, I guess that's, it's, that's it another... takes place in that like six week window when we thought it was done. Yeah, this is pre Delta. <laughs> I think the reunion yeah. was a super spreader event. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what we know: nine eleven happened because ordinary yes. Joe's father was a cop who died in nine eleven, and then so this makes this makes me say. Tim earlier was saying, and I know this is where he was going with it. He's saying, "Oh, there well, there's more than one Joe millionaire," and this one he's thinking about the because of all that money that they got, the families got from after nine eleven millions. Oh, oh, well, that's Tim what you bring, meant, Joe. Oh, I didn't bring up a great and Tim's, point. Tim's he pissed died off about on that. Nine eleven, not necessarily yeah, in not the nine eleven. Yeah. No, he <laughs> said his dad ran or ran into the building. He didn't yeah. say, did he say what building? He did say that. Yeah, he said uh, freaking <laughs> Subway <ran> sandwiches. <laughs> Get a freaking uh, tuna. He yeah. ran into Subway to use his cop privilege to get a free tuna sub and, and died he choked there. on it. Yeah. <laughs> choked on the tuna because they don't well, chop it up enough. <laughs> this was before they were toasting their sandwiches. This is 2001. So yeah. it didn't, the cheese wasn't melted. It didn't go down his throat cleanly. I do think I do think they do specify that the dad is a first responder, uh, which I, I kind of wish they didn't. They could have left it up in the air. Like, yeah, you know, Jared just put out the call that... at Subway and he responded. <laughs> yeah, OK. All right, all right, you're right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I'm I, sorry. I just Listen, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. 9-11's not funny. Well, if they would have just left it up in the air, you know, we could have thought, you know, was he a first responder? Was he one of the terrorists? That would have been a really cool uh, twist to bring in later on, uh, you know? I don't find this funny anymore. It's 9-11 still. Oh, sorry. Okay. I had a I heard, yeah, uh, Kevin Kevin saw George W. Bush's speech and now he takes 9-11 seriously. 
So you've got the three Joes. Uh, you got your you got your rock star Joe. You can tell that's him because he always has stubble on his face. So that's when you know you got a rock star. And then you've mm-hmm. got uh, Cop Joe. Is there something different about Cop Joe? He is clean shaven, but I think Nurse Joe Nurse Joe wears uh well glasses. Nurse Joe wears glasses. glasses. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. To, to yeah. show his intelligence. He's, yeah, he's smart. So yeah. <laughs> <We've> <laughs> He's looking at the dang doctor's handwriting all the time, trying to say, what the hell is this? <laughs> He's always yes. squinting. They also change all the colors, because if Joe decides to be a rock star, yes. then like the whole world is red. And if he decides <laughs> to be a cop, then, it, it's all, yeah, then it's all it's all blue in his honor as a cop. And if, oh, wow. um, and if, he, if he does nurse, then it's uh, green, because that's the... I don't, I don't know why. Money, baby. Mm-hmm. Money, yes, thank you. That green cash. There's a scene in a rest in the restaurant in the Rockstar one, like all the decor is oh, yeah. red or orange, and in the cop one, all the decor is blue or whatever. It's like, does him choosing this career change this restaurant's decor choices? Why does why is that different? There, okay, so the butterfly effect is this theory that one small decision uh, could change, uh, you know, have major consequences and major ripple effects throughout the the the, the entire universe, frankly. And uh, so then you see you see this decision like, oh, do I go have dinner with Emily? Do I go to the beach with Jenny? Or do I go with this woman I just met, Amy? Do I go hang out with her? And then that, well, you'd have to really do a lot more studies on the butterfly effect and see, like, but I'm guessing that uh, this is, the show is putting forth that that could change the color of the sun, or the color of the restaurant. If I could, I think the answer is sort of staring us in the face the entire time. Um, You know, you've got the red and the blue. Uh, I think this is an obvious allegory, is that Joe is a machine in the matrix he's a program in the matrix whether he chooses the red pill or the blue pill um and then uh you know the the nurse version the green world is sort of you know if is is outside the matrix itself Mm. wow and that's why there's all these different simulations it seems like and, and and different types of joes i thought of something as well uh red blue green rbg Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, he he killed Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. No, <laughs> in all in all three timelines, in all three timelines, he does it. No, that was a wedding. Uh, that was a wedding that that did it actually that she officiated. Um, but um, well, I guess maybe uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, it, it was happening regardless. Joe had nothing to do with it. I have a question about Beard Joe. Um, yeah. Is I I can never tell, you know. Some people are like, "Oh, have you seen what the wig she's wearing in this show? It's so fake." And I'm always like, "I don't know. I couldn't tell." Is this beard real? It looked off to me. Oh, that's a good Is question. That a real beard. For the next episode, we'll have to watch out for that. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. that's you know probably what a couple weeks at least of beard growth. So that could screw up their shooting schedule. If he has to grow a beard. 
Well, he probably they probably yeah. shoot that all the beard stuff at once, and then he oh, shaves. Yeah. Tell him, let let him know about uh, how TV works. They don't do it in order, Tim. Okay, it's not yeah. live. Okay, yeah, Tim, I it's not real. This isn't a real, <laughs> yeah, this okay. is fake. This is written. Okay, you're listen. This guy's you're ta- real name is not even to a, Joe. <laughs> you're talking to a guy who, like two years ago, walked. <laughs> way out of his way to stalk a prodigal son shoot happening. <laughs> While the show was already on the air, they were shooting more episodes. So I think sometimes they do that. <laughs> okay. I just want to say... I didn't see anyone. I just want to say, it's real to me. Might not be real to you, it's real to me. Right, mm-hmm. and the and the emotions I'm having when I'm watching it, those are real, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm having a lot of them watching this show. It's nonstop. Just getting back to like what actually happened in the show. So Rock Joe, he does a big concert. He is absolutely rocking out. This song was so cool. I want the soundtrack really bad, um, so I can listen to the song all the time. Uh, and and then like a big hailstorm happens. And I, I gotta be honest, I kind of thought the hailstorm coming up in all three of the things was a little cool. It did give you uh, a good way of telling, you know, what time <laughs> the different events are taking place in the different timelines. Yes. A hailstorm across the multiverse, you know? Right. They didn't change the weather. Ah, Just- isn't that something? <laughs> Isn't the origin of the butterfly effect that weather is the thing that changes, like in the original version? Wasn't it like a butterfly flaps yeah. its wings in Brazil and 10 years later a hurricane happens in Asia or something? Be more specific, buddy. Come on. That's a big place. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, I'm just, just mad because I didn't know that. I didn't know the original <laughs> one. Did you guys see? I just real sorry, real quick. I posted a good picture in general chat. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, Fat Joe, and people online were asking, "Is his beard real or fake?" So, Tim, okay. that might be something you're you're interested in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. I thought you were gonna what say you think, posted right? a picture of the of the set list from the concert. Oh, I did that as well. Yes, I also posted mm-hmm. a picture of the set list, so we could hear. This is the album we want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, listeners, look up Fat Joe Fake Beard, uh, <laughs> just so you can know what, we're ta- what I'm kind of shit I'm talking about. That's, but th- that is fake, right? Just to be clear, that looks very fake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he has like a five fake. o'clock shadow under his beard almost. He has a nice square, uh, like, place for his mouth, you know? <laughs> anyway, the set list. From the concert. Yeah, so uh, what, what are we talking about? This fucking show, there's like three timelines. <laughs> it hails on all three timelines. Does it seem right. weird? Oh, sorry, I thought you were done. I thought that's all you were saying, Kevin. <laughs> yep, that's it. Okay. Does it seem weird that this guy is like the biggest rock star in the world, but he only has 12 songs? Mm. Well, that's the set list. Of course, he's got a, a huge back catalog, but um, yeah, but you're, you're only going to play twelve songs at a concert. Yeah, he's well, like he, he's his like, band he, is yeah. kind of a jam band. 
Mm. Yeah, each song, each song is like is, uh, yeah, it's 15, long. 20 minutes long. Oh, okay. <laughs> Home, hometown Heroes alone is a 20-minute jam. Well, he is ending with, again, he's ending with Zeke Can't Be Beat, which is, you know, sort of like a uh, like a Rush 2112, you know, rock epic. It's, you know, it's 25 And, and it ends with the, the, the audience chanting, Zeke Can't Be Beat for <laughs> an hour. That's well, the one about... That's only after each he's audience. Named- it's only after he's Each named every day. Like, <laughs> no, I want to tell people about how each audience tries to one up the last audience and chant Zeke can't be beat longer. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is that's only after he points at, you know, Joe points at every single person in the crowd and says, You can't beat him. You can't beat him. And he's got to go through the whole crowd. So every audience, more people come song gets longer well he's he's telling them that they can't beat him and then he asks them as well he asks, can you beat zeke and they say no we can't and they have to answer craziest shit is he brings zeke on stage and joe beats him he's like i can beat him it's maybe that's what this encore soldier on is yeah, and then they put, they they go, Zeke can't be beat. 35 minutes of talking to everyone in the audience. Lights out, leave the stage. Guess what? I think Zeke can be beat. <laughs> Joe comes back out. Yeah. And then Soldier On. And that's, a, we get it, that's the song we hear. I think. Well, it does seem like the set list sort of is, is telling a story. It, it starts with Take Me Home and then mm-hmm. Broken and Remember right. When, Hometown Heroes. And now we get into this interesting thing about City Lights into Fading mm-hmm. Away and then uh, Midnight Memories. Right. Those are all like light. Skies. Yes, this is light. And then it, On the Day, Pathways. Yes, yes walking. The Ert. <laughs> the Ert. <laughs> What do we think IRT stands for? I believe that's it. I looked it up, so I can't participate. Okay, well, IRT. He does write in all caps. Immunoresponsive treatment? Is it like something about COVID, maybe? This is a song for COVID. Yeah. Getting the vaccine. The intimate relationship talk. Hmm. We're having Rand. What is it, please? <laughs> uh, I believe it's Interboro Rapid Transit. Yes. Oh, uh, oh, it's like in yeah. New. Yeah, because this is like in New oh, York. Guy. That's a comment I had. Why do all of these people from New York not have New York uh, dialects? Okay, wait. No, that can't be <laughs> it because it closed in 1940. So why is he writing a fucking song no. about this? What? Uh, it's still like partially branded. It, it's one of the multiple lines. Of, I can talk. Okay. New York MTA subways all day. The IRT, the uh, BMT, yeah. the you third one is named four to the five. L I R R. Yeah. Yeah. New Jersey Transit. Um, sure. LMFAO. Grand Central. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it is a great theme that you pointed out there. It starts out. It's like he wants to go home, and then he sees right. the like lights and skies, stars. And, and then it's like I'm going different pathways. It's like finally on the day to go home. And then there's he's going on the subway, which is the RRT. And then of course 
Zeke. He gets off the train and who's there? <laughs> who does he? Who Zeke's the guardian to home. As we all Waiting know, there with his, the with his girl. The great biblical tale of Zeke. I was really wondering, I don't know uh, if others got the impression, but because this is really early in the show when they show him playing the song. It really sounded like it was going to be like uh, like Christian rock or something. Like I got strong uh, contemporary Christian music vibes. And they didn't rule yeah. that out. But then with the Zeke thing, I'm like, I don't know. Is this going to be like a whole religious thing? You think Zeke is Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the 13th Apostle Zeke. Yeah, I mean, it. His music, yes, it does sound, it could be definitely Christian rock or, you know, that, that kind of adult contemporary stuff that you, you hear, like, uh, on the overhead when you go into a, like, uh, say, for instance, a Walgreens or somewhere like that. Uh, or which, Dwayne you know, Reed. somebody's got a, oh, Dwayne Reed for sure, CVS, Rite Aid, et cetera. Somebody has to make that music and it might as well be Joe. I'm also not sure of um, stagehand protocol, but with that amount of hail and the uh, amount of tech that he had, I don't think that that show would have been able to continue. Uh, the the yeah. concert probably, w- it looked like an outdoor venue. They were playing mm-hmm. at Jones Beach. Um, that was a dangerous situation that Joe forced that audience to sit through because that could have been very bad. I was worried that something bad was going to happen because it seemed like in the other two Joe timelines, bad things were happening. So I yeah. was just waiting for like a light to fall down onto someone's head or, or what. Mm-hmm. Slip, someone at least slip on the ice. Um, I have a theory about this. Right before he is. goes on stage, right before he goes on stage, he passes by his uncle Frank. Uh, and, and I assumed, that, you know, uh, you know, he says, hi, Uncle Frank, right before he goes on stage. I assumed that he had, like, hired his Uncle Frank to be his head of security or something. But what if he hired his Uncle Frank, an ex-cop, to be his stage manager uh, out of nepotism, you know, just to try and, you know, get some money to his uncle. But Uncle Frank doesn't know anything about, you know, setting up stages and and uh, stage safety and things like that. So that could be a real problem in the future. Uncle Frank's like, I worked a beat in a in a the New York blizzard of uh ninety-three. Uh me and your father. We worked a beat. No, Uncle Frank sounds like he's from Los Angeles. <laughs> Joe, you're yep. being such a bad boy. I was you should be a cop like your father. Joe is filmed in LA, if that wasn't obvious. <laughs> I did look it up. <laughs> Because you were trying to find out uh, where they were filming in New York. Yep. Gonna go. I, I, that's exactly <laughs> why I checked. <laughs> I saw Maisel filming once. Do you see Maisel herself? Oh. That's kind of the end. No, I don't think she was in that scene. I believe it's pronounced Mazel. So did they have the street? They must have. Like it was all 1960 out. Yeah, yeah, they uh, took two. Uh, st- it was like right across the street from me. Uh, they had old cars, and, uh, and you're normally wearing like s- steampunk gear, so you just kind of walked out and joined in as an extra, right? And they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. "Not quite the time, uh, a little off." <laughs> 
Yeah, I was on my way to a swing dancing class, so <laughs> it was no problem. That's cool. Yeah, it's weird that one of these uh, futures wasn't steampunk. You know. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> that would have been a real missed opportunity. That is weird. <laughs> so it could have been like... yellow, you know, like this color at least. <laughs> And there's like two where it's this same universe, but just he's slightly different and one that's like a completely different world, like post-apocalyptic <laughs> steampunk. 2012, everything changed. <laughs> no more electricity worked. Only steam engines. Are... <laughs> yeah, he went to either... dinner and to the beach that, in that timeline. Yeah. No, one of them, he goes to the beach with his, his kind of girlfriend. One, he goes to dinner with his family. The other, he follows the mysterious professor who has dug down to the center of the earth and needs his help to remove this mysterious manhole cover. That would be the best. (laughs) Just two regular-ass timelines and one where he's he's doing journey to the center of the earth. Like, uh... maybe, maybe one of them is going in that direction. Like we, we've only seen one episode that could still happen. That's true. It's probably the one we least expect the nurse. And they they gave us three alternate you know alternate futures in this the first episode, but who's to say in episode two we don't get three more and then you know every time we just <laughs> yeah. it just keeps spinning off. Really and you know? I could have went with my friend Harry to smoke some pod. I could have stopped and tied my shoe for eight hours, and then you never know. And what if I was actually just on time for the graduation? Ah, Ooh. oh. No, see now, Joe, I don't know, because I feel like there's the vantage point is right when he's walking in that courtyard. And then that Mm. is the that's our split point right there. So but hey, this show is crazy, you know, Mm. and they'll do anything. We know that. We know these writers (laughs) are nuts, you know, they don't care. I mean, that's what's so great about is like I never feel safe watching the show because anything (laughs) can happen. That's right. Sorry, real quick. So as the hailstorms happen, this is an interesting thing. Um, Joe is, uh, the cop Joe is at some politician who's, I don't know, going to be, I don't know, the mayor of New York or something like that. And then uh, some guy comes out to assassinate him and uh, Joe stops him in the hailstorm. He he stops like a, basically like a, taxi driver kind of arc that we don't get to see. Um, right. But that that only happens in one of the timelines, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, but in the other ones, nobody's trying to assassinate that guy, so somehow it's Joe's fault that, well, that the assassin is there in the first right, place. Right, when he became a cop, right, yeah. Yeah. No, so uh, in, the, in the rock and roll timeline, uh, it got changed. Uh, they they moved the rally because of the the concert, uh, Joe's concert. Oh. So that's why he didn't die in that one. In the in the uh, in the nurse timeline, he actually got shot. And the 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 um the the senator guy got shot, and Nurse Joe helps uh, treat him. Okay, uh, that's true. Oh. That is true. I was not paying yeah. attention there. I guess. <laughs> uh, I remember during this scene, I. I thought, like, I really thought, because it was, like, the same time and both Cop Joe and Nurse Joe were in the same hospital, 
And it wasn't clear that they were treating different people. I thought they were going to meet. Okay, so each of these Joes, each of these Joes has big problems, okay? Uh, the, the rock and roll Joe, Amy, his, his wife, uh, he only wants to be a father, and his wife is not able to have uh, children, unfortunately. Uh, that's a huge problem for him. I mean, he's very rich, and his, his wife is very successful and is probably going to be a big politician. And why don't they just adopt a baby or something? It nope. doesn't make any sense. No. Nope. Or, like, have a um, surrogate or something. Like, obviously, right, exactly. the fertilizing so the egg isn't the issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it just shows that, like, even if you're incredibly rich and successful, life isn't perfect because you can't always force your wife into being a baby-making machine for you. You know? Like, things can go wrong. Yeah. Oh, oh. Thank God they, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and they live in, like, a, like a college the, laboratory the event, or something. The Avengers yes. compound. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I watched this with my partner, and she was like, wait, is that their house? <laughs> I, like, I think so. There's so many catwalks. <laughs> it's like an airport. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dr. Joe, well, I wrote down in my notes that he was Dr. Joe. I did later find out he was a nurse, uh, which, I don't know. I wasn't paying that close attention, but it did seem like they had a very nice New York apartment for a nurse and a paralegal, but, you know, mm -hmm. th that's TV. They always do that. Uh, and, and I did write down that his kid sucks uh, because yes. they, they, he sang a song to him, but then I did find out later that the kid was in a wheelchair, so the kid doesn't suck. <laughs> I was wrong. I still I'm say sorry. the kid sucks. Uh, I, look, I, I would say, call me crazy, but I think the kid is the best actor on the show. I, I feel like the kid, oh, the actor who plays yeah. the kid, is yes. acting circles around everybody else on the show. It's like, I get him that. off I of there. Yeah. And into He's a better else. better singer as well, I think. I think he's the best by, far, yeah. by far. By yeah. far, yes. We when need he to started collect, singing, I was like, whoa. <laughs> we need to collect, of the three shows we've covered, we need to collect the four good actors and put them all on a good <laughs> show. <laughs> Okay, name name them. Oh boy, Scott Kid? Grimes. Yeah, Scott Grimes. Michael. Oh my Sheehan, god, we're gonna have course. like a singing powerhouse. I don't know if uh, the oh, the, wow. the doctor, the good bad doctor, can sing, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then if you start singing, you know Seth's gonna show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, so that like, kid is the of course, uh, ten actor. years old. Like there's right. no way that that is a ten year old kid. <laughs> so the kid is uh in a in a wheelchair and uh has some sort of disability. Uh, what's it called? It's kind of sad because she's pregnant before the beach. The reason she wanted him to tell Jenny wanted him to go to the beach with her was uh to tell her that she was to tell Joe that she was pregnant. So you find out that in each storyline, she had this child, but in only yeah. one, in in, in one storyline where he, which one? When he chose a, uh, when he chose Nurse her. Joe. Yeah. No, no, no. The one where the one where he chose, uh, fuck, which one? The cop when one? When he became a one? singer, when he oh, became a, ro star, a rock, rock star, star Joe. Well, she gave him up, for, yeah. her son up for adoption. Yeah. Yeah, and that is weird. That is heartbreaking to hear. 
It, because you know one thing, I don't know at the end of the show, I was thinking, oh, at the end of the show, he's going to have to choose which path he wants to go down. Like, he's going to be back at the college courtyard and be like, oh, no. Right. Oh, where for do sure I go that's with? going to be the last scene of but the But I was thinking, I was like, oh, he, they definitely can't have kids in one and not the other. And then say, like, oh, I'm going to erase my children. So right. they gave him yeah. a kid in every timeline. Like just one of them is, uh, he's up for adoption. Oh, uh, y- you know what? Fuck, you're right. Because also the senator that got shot or whatever, he has Parkinson's or whatever. He's he's like <laughs> done for anyway. So yeah, n- no choice he makes is going to kill somebody. Right. Yeah, they they've been very careful with that. Oh God. Yeah, and as a cop, he shot someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it didn't seem so the- to matter. <laughs> it's it was it was good. It, it was a positive. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what that guy was up to. We don't know what that guy, that politician was up to. That's all I'll say. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows what he was doing? Yeah, yeah. Who knows what little black books he's in, you know? You know what I mean? You know? It could be anything. Maybe that guy was just listening to the wrong podcast and got a little crazy. <laughs> and... Yeah, so they all have big problems. Rockstar Joe can't have a baby. Uh, Nurse Joe and and his wife uh, are are getting a divorce, and uh, where are they? And and Cop Joe is, I guess, single is his big problem. He seems pretty happy. Uh, yes. Well, Cop Joe, of course, seemingly has the best life because he is yeah. a cop, and we yeah. we must show how great the lives of of the police are. The biggest struggle in the biggest struggle in Cop Joe's life was that he had to shoot someone, and then get a medal for it. And be yes, on TV. and then get honored for it. I have another question. Uh, this is multiple choice again. What task would you look forward to doing day to day? Examining reams of paperwork, glad handing the people and pounding the pavement, combing through heaps of evidence, or coming up with a legal strategy for prosecution? Glad who's this too? Yeah, who is uh, this? Yeah, just like uh, it's out there. Whoever <laughs> wants to field this one. I, yeah, I just want to say, gl- glad handing the people and the pounding people. the pavement sound. It sounds like a real like. Sounds really devious for whatever reason, you know. <laughs> so that's you something like that I one, Kevin? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll put that. Sounds <laughs> like here. I'm scamming the the good people and I'm beating up the street, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm filling in a lot of the blanks on this quiz, by the way, because there's like a hundred questions. I guess I would say the paperwork. I don't know. None of it sounds very good to me. Uh, how silver tongued are you? <laughs> not very. I'm not a big talker in that way. I can get people to reveal things they were not planning on, or I can persuade people to talk themselves into a corner. Oh, and I hate, I hate cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate even thinking this way. This is so good. bad. I need to trick okay. somebody into fucking. Going to jail. Persuade people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's, it, it's okay. safe to say that all Joe Cop Joe is going to do is like save people's lives and be great. Well, he has such a difficult choice ahead of him. Does he choose one of the women that are still interested in him after ten years and have been mm-hmm. holding a candle for him the entire time? Yeah. The the woman he met one time who was instantly like, "Oh, I fell in yes. love with you in college." Yeah. Yeah, oh, I remember he... bumping into you. That's so funny. 
Yeah, and he, yeah, he uh, he definitely went there. Like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to Amy. Like, you know, oh, let me let me bring the uh, the pictures to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Right, I think so. Yeah, I think he like sure. knew that she was there. Well, yeah, he like. saw her in the picture and was like, "Actually, right, you know what? Right. I will do it." So, he, so he put two and two together and says, "That's her in the picture." So she's probably uh, over there. I'm Thanks just her. trying to. That's the connection. I'm trying to imagine anyway, seeing a picture, seeing a picture, and in the background is some person I like vaguely flirted with one time ten years ago, and then being like, "Oh." Like, I wouldn't even, I barely recognize my friends. You know what I mean? Like, that that would not mm-hmm. be happening for me. I recognize all my friends, but uh, I agree. <laughs> it can take person... me a minute. It can <laughs> take me a minute. <laughs> the person, yeah, I would no, I have no idea who that was. If you put a picture of Tim Treese and Joe Biden next to each other, it would take me at least 25 minutes to determine which one of them is Tim, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Longer if they're dressed the same. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Forget Especially about if it. Tim, and if Tim's in the Oval Office, I'm going to be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> also, I do just have to say, all of these characters suck so fucking much. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, uh, the Jenny is Jenny the wife, and she's like, I was going to tell you that I was pregnant. But then I just decided not to because yeah. you didn't show up to the beach with me on this weekend. Because yeah. you wouldn't abandon your previous you? plans and just hang out yeah. with me for no reason that I told you. Yeah, because uh, she, yeah. she was like, will you come to the beach? I got to tell you something. He's like, oh, no, I got dinner with my family. She's like, ah, oh, that's you and your family. All right, see ya. <laughs> also, like, <laughs> never talk again after that weekend. It's like, well, there's right. no other time I can tell you this. It's- I, I do kind of like, like his, his friend because his friend was like, Joe, here we are right now. We are at the metaphorical <laughs> yes. path in the road. You can either choose one, option one, option two. Also, or everybody option... that he talks to, like, gives their entire, like, friendship history. It's like, Joe, we've been friends for 25 years now. <laughs> yeah, big like, time. Joe, we've been dating all throughout you tr- college. You Not really sometimes me. on and off. <laughs> you trust yeah, my they... opinions. He was d- dating Jenny off and on again all through college. And then somehow in the Amy situation and the rock or and the, the the cop situation, he never sees her while she's pregnant. Like the entire time he she's pregnant, her, he and asks her, they don't. He calls her his best friend, and then after that day, <laughs> she's just like dead yeah. to him. They graduated, <laughs> and they literally never talked again. It's or, so weird. Saw like each other's social media posts. Where she was like, "I my right, here's my right. son." No, yeah. If if he doesn't talk to her after that interaction, we see then what possible butterfly effect could lead her to either keep the baby or give it up for adoption? Well, in the in the in the give the baby up for adoption scenario, uh, Joe, the center of the universe, <laughs> found another woman and uh, married her. And in the and in the cop situation, he just became a cop. And I uh, was single forever. Uh, yeah. So that that's what does it. So th- when when there's some hope that maybe someday, 10 years down the line, she may be able to end up with Joe, she does keep the baby in that situation. But when it seems like, no, it's it's just over. There's no chance. 
that's when she gives it up for adoption. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, don't worry about. Don't worry about. She's gonna give it up in the divorce one. She's about to give the baby up. (laughs) (laughs) I also love how Rocker Joe, when when he's finding out that you know she she had this baby, he's like. What did it look like? What did he look like? It's like he looks like a fucking newborn baby. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> right. It was small. Yeah, he have my stuff. She's gonna go like, actually, he was Asian, and then he can be like, oh, guess it wasn't. Guess it wasn't mine. <laughs> he came out with a full beard. It was fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> That's why I he gave had, the baby up. He was, he wearing, was a he was fucking wearing all these- freak. All these bracelets and a little hat, and he was like telling me about Kino, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he wore funny little Matrix glasses. <laughs> That's what he came out. Uh, I just want to say, or a little little while ago, we said the show sucks, and I just want to clarify, we like the show. Yeah, that was yeah, this is my this is my favorite show of all time. It's good. Yeah, Joe, Joe's saying like the characters <laughs> suck, like. Sucking on a delicious mango. It's like sweet. <laughs> no, no, this show sucks you in, is what I'm saying. It's like, I can't get each over Each character, like, each, yes. you said each character sucks you in. Yeah. Each storyline. sucks line. so hard. That's how hard they're sucking you in. It's like, I can't stop thinking about this. It just sucks me in. Uh, the, the two characters on the show with the most like energy and charisma are his friend and his uncle Frank when they're talking about artisanal pizza or whatever. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. this is electric. These are the two guys we need to be following. These guys, this little banter back and forth. Have him come around. Joe's always gone. He's always off on the beat, you know, uh, pounding the pavements, glad handing the good people and shit. So I, I do like that in the in the nurse one, the friend and ends up with the with the other girl. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh yeah, that seems was like you know, like like maybe that's good. Maybe maybe the, those yeah. two should be together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, how does that happen? Because well, he never he, talks to her he, again. Well, he looks over. He goes, "Look at that." He basically says, "Brother, if you don't, I'm gonna." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he does. He should. He should have dated Jenny in the one where he becomes a rock star. That would have been even better. Oh wow, that would have been wild. And he's like, "I've been raising your son." All these years. Think about it. I just thought about this. or Well, not just now, but it, this thought came to me while I was watching the show. There was no one else at that graduation ceremony in that huge stadium except for the students that were graduating. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Oh, oh it was like a uh, big... I did not. I was not watching it at that point. I was listening, that? but I wasn't watching. Explain there it. was no Explain one it. else... Like there was no family members or friends in the stadium where that graduation oh. took place. It was just the students, like sitting on the field and in the audience oh. section. Oh, that's Maybe. weird. Did we asked the writers so, about like, that. Like Joe really is the center of the universe. It's like there's no one else except him. Maybe this People. is like. And, Maybe and this the is top like... of it, his graduation cap said, "I'm here." What? Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. Bane uh, destroys the whole stadium. They all die. This is just like a, you know, the flash of what his life could be before his eyes. Mm. Bane. So comes. this takes this takes place in the Batman universe. This say. is in the Nolan universe. In the yeah. Nolan <laughs> the Batman Nolan-verse. universe. Yes, yes. 
You're not an ordinary Joe after all. Yes. Oh my god, it's Grandpa Joe. Yes. (laughs) I was wondering why they didn't just make Nurse Joe a doctor, but I guess it's because of the timeline, like, uh... Like you, you have to you have to plan to become a doctor, and you can kind of just become a nurse. But you, you know, there just isn't enough time to become a doctor. I guess in in the ten years well, in between also, since he didn't. When when I thought he was a doctor, and he was talking about how he's working all the time, I, I was kind of like, why does why do they have such problems with money or whatever? Like doctors make way more money than nurses, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's for uh, sure. way more money. And they're always dangling it over the nurses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. They're using all now, that. The, Never mind. The, the one, the one. Oh, I know you're going to say, Tim, all to. that sweet, that sweet vaccine money these doctors are getting. <laughs> That's what Tim was going to say. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. Close. Yeah, Tim, go ahead. You know, get up on your soapbox. Tell us about it. That's fine. Every doctor gets $2 per $1 vaccine sold. It's a fact. It's just a, the vaccine companies give out all these samples to encourage the doctors to prescribe them. People get addicted. Next thing you know, they're on dose 2000, you know. Look at, ask for an itemized bill next time you're at the hospital. True, true. Guarantee you they charged a thousand vaccines to you. You know, I don't get an itemized bill at the, uh, at the hospital because then, because I like to sneak in a lot of extra procedures and then my job just pays for it. You know what I mean? Nice. I put it um, in. The I, was, I was in the ER like two weeks ago. And um, when they let me go home, they were like, okay, you got to check out with this with this lady. And then you can, you know, leave or whatever. And I was like, okay. And I go over there. And the, I was like, okay, I'm checking out. And great, the lady's like, great, it'll be $270. And I go, oh, when I was coming, when I was rushing to the ER, I did not grab my wallet. So do you think I, and she goes, no, you have to pay right now. And she never told me what it was for or anything. I mean, like I could guess what it's for, but she did, there was no, like, she didn't show me a list or anything. And she's like, I'm going to have to send this to billing and they might send it to collections. And I was like, oh, I was just going to say, unless I could do like Apple pay. And she was like, oh yeah, go ahead. And then I paid and then Okay, so I already sent this to billing, so we're going to have to figure out how to cancel that. She was, like, ready. I know this isn't a funny story, but it is a story about uh, not getting an itemized bill at the hospital. So I thought uh, I'd share it. It's funny. It's about oh, like, okay. uh, hospital bureaucracy, you know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I am laughing my ass off. I had to mute the mic for a second. Okay, good. <laughs> So, but I do think she might have just like taken, taken like three hundred dollars from me because. Yikes! You gotta get That's... it in writing. You gotta yeah. get it in writing. Well, whatever it is, food, health, get it in writing. What mm. food stuff do you get in writing, Kevin? <laughs> Birthday cakes. Boom. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What else happens? What else is Joe doing? Joe, how are you well, doing? Oh yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you. For, thank you for asking. Not not a lot of people are asking me that these days. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, everything seems to be going well. I I didn't have to go to the hospital at all. Nice. So that's a dub. If you congrats. ask me, if you ask me, that's a huge dub. Yeah. 
I don't want to say that implies that Miranda took an L. <laughs> I'm going to go to the hospital. <laughs> was a dub by you, Joe, though. You know what? Sometimes these days going to the hospital can be a dub, too, you know? Because you're getting cured. You're getting healed. You know? That's a dub. That's such a beautiful perspective. <laughs> That's a dub. Do you feel like you have any big, like, <laughs> big life choices coming up soon, Joe, that could change? I, I, cases, I feel like I see all these different pathways before me, and it's debilitating to choose anything because I just spend all my time thinking about what if, but then I have to stop and say, what's next? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you have a 10-year reunion coming up? I just had mine. Two years uh, ago and you're already on the path then yeah i met um all of my high school sweeties oh no i guess my college tenure reunion is coming up so mm -hmm. can't wait for that sweet nice and i also have nice. a beard right now and glasses so i'm kind of like on the ordinary joe path and because uh you're a joe from scran you were named honorary secret service so you're like all three. I can shoot anybody I want to, and it will be fine. <laughs> as long as, gonna... as long as you say, "I thought he was going to hurt the president. I thought he was going to hurt." It. He had this yeah. look in his eye. He was, <laughs> he's nowhere near him. But I thought he'd. I have a quiz show round. Just a one round oh, quiz okay. show. Oh my god! Uh, in the full credits for this episode, um, how many? Not characters, people, you know, writers, actors, best boys, etc. How many people named Joe do you think helped make this episode? Whoa. Wow. And it's uh, Price is Right rules. Does that work? I'm going to say one Joe. I, I should have gone last, actually, so I could snipe everybody with that. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait for everybody else. Yeah, I'll go last, actually. <laughs> I'm going to say... Four Joes. Okay. You know what? That's I'm, good. That's a good guess. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Five seems way too much. Three seems maybe not enough. If there's more. No, no, no. I'm gonna say six Joes. I'm gonna say there are six Joes. Oh. I, I guess I'll say two. Yeah, okay. of course. Anyone want to change their answer now that you've heard everyone else's answer? You can't do that. Nah. I'm locked in. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that was a rule. But well, no. Congratulations yeah. to no one. You all lose zero, zero Joes. Damn, it's I should change my answer. <laughs> we all went the over. only Joe that appears is Joe Kimbrough, the name of the main character. Hey, that's one. Wow. I think Greggy wins. That's one. I actually, said, no, actually, no, he doesn't. There are four of him, so I guess Joe mm, wins. Actually, yes, that's true. <laughs> I do win. <laughs> yeah i yeah. won this game is what happened i just want to say you said that all the people that went to the production of this show right uh right. everyone who shows up on the imdb full credits uh, from this episode. okay so joe dimaggio joe namath joe joseph lieberman joe stalin none of them are gonna be because if the way the butterfly effect works <laughs> Oh, okay. You know, yeah. this show no, exists, yeah. and they were powerful Joes. Yeah, countless Joes. Joe Montana, Joseph from the Bible. I'm reading a famous Joe. You got Joey Joe Fatone. Joe Martini. 
I went to Joe high school. Pe- Joe Pesci. Mm. Yeah, Joe Martini. Uh, Joe, Joe Firestone. Mm. Uh, no. Joe, Does that Joe, count? Joe McGurl, no. friend of mine. Joe no. McGurl. Joe McGurl. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. great Joe. That's great a Joe. That's great Joe. huge. That's awesome. Joe Rogan, my doctor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Exotic. There's so many good Joes out there. Uh, okay, Jonasons. Jonasons. They're calling it. Yeah, that's what that's what we're living in. Mm-hmm. Other than Joe McGirl, I don't know if I know anybody named Joe. Somebody was like, did you hear what Joe said? If they weren't talking about Joe McGirl, I don't know who they'd be talking about. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Maybe Sleepy Joe. It's a good time to be a Joe. That's all I'll say. <laughs> You got like some sort of like there's some like tax break for Joe's I saw. Free. Okay, but let's talk about this episode. So as it wraps up, finally let's talk about that's this. What, that's episode. what we've been doing. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's as get down up, to business. Yeah, they go to the they go to the ten year reunion. All the different Joes do. Uh, Rockstar Joe, he's had a big fight with his wife because um, she had a miscarriage. And he really wants her not to become a politician and instead, yeah, like Miranda said, uh, just be a baby-making machine for him. Yeah. Uh, Nurse Joe and his wife, uh, they kind of dance and have a nice moment at the, the reunion, and maybe they'll get back together. And then Cop Joe uh, is finally seeming to hook up with Amy, and he does meet what turns out to be his son, but he doesn't realize it at the time. Uh, his son is there as well. Uh, and but it, he, oh. he kind of blows off, isn't it? Ironic? Uh, yeah, he kind of blows off Jenny, uh, in that in that situation, uh, which was interesting. Uh, so, so it's he, kind of you know, you've got he all tells these her, different... uh, to email him, He's like, email me. right? Yeah, my email is still the same, <laughs> so just email me. That was the most realistic part of the show, is because I still have the same email for Bill. Oh, yeah, yeah. me too. The Joe thing, maybe, and a Greggy thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a different oh, yeah, email we... from ten years ago. That was ten years ago. I was using my uh, college email address, and then I lost it. Uh, well, let's my get college into email it. address just forwards to my regular email address now, so I'll still get it. Uh, I I never set that up. What's your college email address, Rand? It's entropyf at uchicago.edu. And you might think you tricked me into revealing personal information, but uh jokes on you because nobody listens to this who doesn't already know my email address <laughs> uh and like your first dog or your first pet what was that <laughs> your mom's maiden name my boyfriend's a hacker so don't even try it holy shit we always forget <laughs> oh that God. her boyfriend's a fucking hacker why didn't wow. one of the joes become a hacker uh, that's yeah. the green one that's the green one instead of a nurse you should have been a hacker and Maybe the he hacks in his, part, in his free time. Yes. Maybe he hacks and he clears people's medical bills. He's like a fucking oh. absolute saint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Maybe we should get uh, Eli on to talk about the, the Matrix theory that uh, Joe put forward yeah. a little earlier. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Like you would definitely he, know about that. If he If he walks in, you want me to just hand it over to him? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, in a future episode, oh, we'll okay. get him in for a full full episode. Sure. But yeah, the ideal, I mean, the ideal interaction for me would be would be Kevin 
talks to Eli for five seconds and accidentally makes an inappropriate joke and is worried that Eli hates him. That would be the <laughs> ideal interaction. That's already happened. That's already happened on this show. That's when Eli is doing something called like a uh, human-to-human hacking. He hacks my brain and he makes me say something that I think is offensive. But he's not even finding it offensive. He's just like, he's fully breaking down my firewall, I guess. I don't know, mm-hmm. what, whatever it is. He's rewriting the code of my whole brain. <laughs> it's it's a pretty dark stuff. Um, yeah, so when he comes, just give him the microphone and you stand behind him and sing, One pill makes you smaller than the other makes you loud. <laughs> That'd be really cool. And if you have, like, yeah. maybe, like, the Matrix uh, numbers can go down your screen. <laughs> okay we'll see we'll see what can happen um i finished the cop type quiz for kevin okay and <laughs> <Me>. i <laughs> for me <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the cop right and just yeah. as an example i just filled in some of the blanks like how are your knees i put not good um <laughs> how much does salary matter i put quite a lot uh how, uh, how good are you at understanding science? I put, if a boffin explains it to me, I'll get it, which was a real option. Anyway, you got internal affairs. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, heard good things about them. Uh, yeah. yeah and you could take down the dirty cops. Yes. From the inside. Yeah, yes, that's what I'll do. I won't, uh, yeah, I won't use it to my advantage to, you know. <laughs> Fucking just be dirtier. Yeah. 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 That's what they say. Blackmail them for blackmailing people. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So there's a hailstorm. There's a a politician that gets shot or maybe doesn't. Uh, There's a a big, uh, a big dinner at the restaurant. And then there's uh, the 10 year reunion. And that is everything that happens in the show. Uh, except for, you know, like meeting the sun or not meeting the sun or, you know, you always had the sun. Uh, so that is this episode, I think, unless I missed anything. Was there anything else anybody wanted to talk about? Like someone should say something and be awkward if no one said anything. Just the butterfly effect and like, just, <laughs> uh, that's just so crazy. Yeah, that's for is sure. Is that Eli? Is that Eli? Tell him we want to know what he thinks about the Matrix. I thought you wanted him to be on a future episode. Just well, let's just quick tell us one quick thing about the, comment about the Matrix. Yeah, the okay. teaser All for right. the next episode. Okay, hold on. Eli, they want you to come on the podcast. Uh, sure. No, like now and also later, I guess. Is later. that what you're saying? Hold on. Yeah, we want to know. Ask him. We, we just one tell him that we want to know one thing about the Matrix. They, yeah, they want to know one thing about the Matrix right now. And then um, <laughs> do okay. a whole episode later where you hack into Kevin's brain, it seems like, is the concept. Uh, we'll tell him that. Uh, don't tell him that? Okay, that's not what... No, that was, that was very confident. Oh, I think they're saying, don't tell that, don't tell me that. Oh, and also, can you ask him if he knows your college email address? Um, also, do you know my college email address? Yours? Yeah. Um, no. I'm oh, Fisher. no. No. Fish. no. No, 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 no. You're way off, way off. 
Okay. Oh, great. We just got Eli in big trouble. <laughs> Someone's in the doghouse. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it doesn't seem like Eli knows what the Matrix is, so that's okay. We can move on. I swear he knows what the Matrix is. He's just, I don't, he, it's not a top priority for no, him he's to, shy. Like, to answer your question. Right. That's okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll just another right. day. Another day not knowing what the fuck the Matrix is. <laughs> it's so unfair. Like when we have an expert right there and just like I know. Know. you're not going to answer this question for them. Oh wait, am I like on? Yeah. Yeah. Right now. But you. I think the idea he is you can't hear me, but I'm going to keep talking to him. Oh, I didn't hear you because I've had. He said he'll do it after he makes his coffee. Okay, well then we better, right now, we better rate this episode for sure. Um, And and we'll go around as we always do. uh, And we'll start, of course, in the same place we always do, which is with our good friend, Tim. Uh, Tim, would you please rate this episode of Ordinary Joe, season one, episode one, uh, something about a way and a way and a way. Way leads on to way is what it's called. Wait, do you, want Eli, do you want Eli to answer this question first? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Actually, okay. no, yes, we we do want to hear from Eli. Okay. Oh, you got you gotta this lined up? Yeah. So, like, The Matrix, um, the film? Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, the, the, the real Matrix. concept, The Matrix. I mean, like... like linear Algebra. Yeah, no. I took... I don't know, it's been, like, ten years since I did Linear Algebra. But I guess it's just, like... A list of lists, you know. There's more than oh. one. You could have like a matrix. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of like a branching pathway, almost. Right. Yes. I mean, it's like it's, it's like the grid. butterfly effect. It's like a grid. <laughs> That's what a matrix is. A matrix. A grid of Joes. Mm-hmm. And then real yes. quick, sorry, what is like the Matrix the movie? Like what is the <laughs> Oh, the movie is like uh, Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. It's the and, best fucking movie. And it's a great movie. Yeah. Sequel, the new one's coming out looks good. Somehow Miranda didn't want to watch it with me the day she got back from the hospital. Oh, that's what the hell. But, well, it's a lot to take Oh, in. we heard about the hospital, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, in, in retrospect, I think I understand. Yeah. Well, maybe today is did a you, nice night for The Matrix. Uh, Reloaded's good, you, too. Yeah. Did you see them shades. filming? Did you see uh, them filming at all in, in SF? I'm so pissed. I was working, and I got off at 5, and everyone out on the street was like, did you see that? And I was like, see what? There was, like, a helicopter and people doing wire tricks. And it was oh, crazy. yeah, no, like no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I forget yeah. what I said about there being. A you know so much about the Matrix, Eli. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. That's dope. Yeah. If uh, you want to do this, I, but for like two and a half hours, then just try to schedule with us. <laughs> being complimented about how much I know about the Matrix for two hours. Sign me up. Yeah. No, I can actually. It's actually. We're talking about a show right now called Ordinary Joe, and this is a oh, lot, yeah. like the, and it's a lot like The Matrix. Um, yeah, okay. that's why we brought you on. So, is it like is it like a lot like the part of The Matrix where like 
he's working at an office. Yep. Yes. It, like exactly the part of the right. Matrix where they like yeah. pull the thing out of the back of his head, and he's just like you know, a, a wet guy in a tube. And yep. Everyone else. Is just I like, haven't yep. seen this movie. I'm spoiling okay. the whole movie. Whoa! Don't spoil the Matrix. Right? <laughs> don't spoil the Matrix. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Watch this. Watch this before you go. Watch what? What am I watching? Watch this. Uh, I know Kung Fu. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I thought you were about to do something, but uh, I thought you were gonna like, kick your leg. No, I, was, I thought you were about to Jeffrey Tubin us. I know Kung Fu. Uh, <laughs> that's how he does it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get more into the headphones back. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Eli. Thank you. Okay, now now recap that because I didn't I didn't get to hear it. Oh, just guy uh, stuff. To the just guy stuff. Just guy stuff. Don't worry. About yeah. it. <laughs> The Matrix is the butterfly effect. You definitely agreed with that. And uh, oh, okay. basically, the movie is basically Ordinary Joe, but like a little worse because there's too much fighting. Um, and they should instead be like at love. And that would you be should watch. You should watch The Matrix, Miranda. Yeah. Yes. It, yes. That was this the other show thing would we make so about. much more sense of these. Okay. Look, yeah. I'm not. I'm not opposed to watching the Matrix. I just didn't want to watch it the day that I was in the ER and felt what? very bad. Wow. We could talk about this later, but are you okay? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Miranda. Come on, come on, Kevin, stop. I think Miranda doesn't want to say she spent all her Matrix money at the hospital. So, <laughs> come on, be nice. My whole, about my it. whole Matrix budget went to the hospital. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just so that uh, Tim, you've got a thought of a, a score by now. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's definitely not my safety answer, uh, <laughs> which is I give this episode four out of four Joes. Okay, pretty good, pretty good. good. Uh, I mean, it's perfect score. Oh, that is a perfect score. So that's a good point. Yeah. But if they if they can find a way to add a fifth or a sixth Joe next episode, I think they could get an even higher score. Oh yeah, we're gonna have so many Joes by the end of the season. I think. Kevin, what do you think? What would you give this episode? Oh, I would give this episode a Joe perfect score. Uh, this is a play on Joe Mama. Uh. In what, way? in what way? In what way? It's a play on you know people say Joe Mama. This is <laughs> a Joe a Joe perfect score. So it's like saying you're perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> Whoa! Your brain just got. Hacked. Why? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about you, Miranda? What would you give this episode? I mean, just trying to think about numbers in the episode. I guess I have to give it nine eleven out of nine eleven. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't it be nine out of eleven? No, because it's a perfect score. I'm giving it a perfect score. I don't know. It's nine slash eleven is how it's written. So I think you just gave it yeah. a nine out of eleven. No, I know. I'm giving it nine slash eleven, no, and then under that nine slash eleven. And if you reduce the fraction, that's a perfect score. Wow. Numbers like guy. You're supposed to be the numbers matri- guy. Matrix. Mm-hmm. You just got matrixed. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Great wow, score. That is a, a great score. An absolutely wonderful score. Uh, finally, let's ask our good friend Joe 
Joe as the as the prototypical Joe, the 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 number one Joe in my heart for sure. What mm. would you give this episode? This gets the full Joe from me. Um, <laughs> wow. Whoa! Top to bottom, yeah, top to bottom, this is getting the full Joe. I mean, you can't find a better example of ordinary Joe on NBC at the moment. Wow! Wow! You can you can look around on other networks. Maybe you'll find one, but on you can NBC... certainly try. But I don't think you're going to find ordinary Joe on any other network except for NBC. And this one gets the full Joe. Uh, that's a great score. And Joe, I you're no ordinary Joe. I'd say you're an extraordinary Joe. I know we did that wow. at the beginning of the episode, but um, I just wanted to say that as well as though I just thought of it. Uh, and then as uh my score, I think I'm going to give it. A perfect 20 out of 20. Uh, and that is uh, the 20 uh, lines in, in the poem by Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. Uh, yes. uh, this, this episode was a complete homage to in every way. And also, I think uh, it kind of improved on it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm, I'm feeling like lost or like don't, uncertain about my future, I just read Frost 20. Uh, uh, or I, I ask a friend, can you recite Frost 20 for me and uh, kind of lift my spirits or provide me with some guidance? What? So and- in the in the poem, there's like, you take the road less traveled, but which of these three roads is the one less traveled? Uh. I guess the rock star is like definitely the most. Yeah, he's traveling. The rarest. Oh, I, I thought, wait, we were saying the opposite thing. You were saying it's the rarest. I was saying... He probably has to travel a lot because he's touring. So to me, that's the most travel. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, then the cop, he he has this beat that he has to yeah, travel on. So I think it has to be the nurse. Well, his knees are bad though. Oh, true. So. <laughs> that's okay. There's a the quote. Uh, the, well, one thing. This isn't Robert Frost's poem the show the show's not called frost's famous 20 right (laughs) so there doesn't have to be only two paths um yeah but at the beginning of the show this is and you can check out uh the our twitter at prodigal cast uh we unless uh, it's something else by the time this comes out (laughs) it might it may be at ordinary joe cast uh (laughs) but this is uh the quote from the ordinary joe at the beginning he said and I'll do my best, uh, Joe. Actually, yeah, I guess I'll do it. I was gonna say Joe should, but why can't I have a little fun? Uh, <laughs> Robert Robert Frost had it easy. When he wandered off into the woods a hundred years ago, there were only two roads. Now there's about a billion. Oh, they gave me chills just just hearing that. Yeah, now if you Google it, there's not even close to a billion roads in the world. <laughs> And that's so true too. Like when, um, like when Robert Frost was, you know, living in the 1930s, there was only two roads that existed. So, in the woods, at at least in the woods, right? Yeah. What were the two roads? 
Uh, I wasn't there. I don't fucking know, Tim. You'd have to ask Robert Trust. <laughs> yeah, right. fair answer. I'm fair just, answer. I'm just an ordinary Joe, okay? I don't have all yeah. the answers. I'm just trying to find my way down all these billions of roads, yeah, okay? Yeah. Uh, trying to how about the right uh, fucking one. Yeah, uh, I think I know the name of the roads. Uh, uh, fuck you, street, and uh, get the fuck out of here, place. You know. Yeah, how about you take the uh, IRT, uh, one-way ticket to uh, get lost? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's no tolls on this road, so you can freely get the fuck out of here. You know. No, I do know that. Yeah. 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 Wow. Hey, Greggy, what's that big surprise or whatever? Right. We have oh, to get yeah. to the surprise Shit. because it's going to take at least three times as long as we've already gone no, to, to get no. through it. Good. <laughs> Thank <No>. you. <laughs> No, but but we do have to get to my surprise. Uh, let me just let me just break down for you my my thought processes going into this surprise. Uh, okay, first of all, what is our favorite song as a podcast? Uh, and it's not by Alex Harbour; it's by Scott Grimes. What is our favorite song? I don't, I don't even mind. mind. Oh, wow. I don't even mind. I don't even I mind. Of course, mind. is our favorite song. We love that song, and uh, anytime you have a song that you love so much, you always go onto YouTube and you search um, for that song, uh, plus the words Trap Remix. Uh, but unfortunately, if you go on, on YouTube right now and you do that, you find nothing. There is nothing there. That is, that is a real problem to me. But I thought, what if I, what if I was the change I wanted to see in the world? Uh, I knew about this website called Fiverr.com, and uh, you can search on there for just anything, anything that you want somebody to do for you, and they will do it for you know five or more dollars. Um, so what I did was I, I went on there and I searched uh, trap remix on Fiverr, and uh, I found a, a gentleman or a person, I guess I don't know who they are. Uh, they they go by the name Artist The on Fiverr, and they say I will make a banger trap house future bass. Etc. Remix. <laughs> so I, I I contacted Artista and I I sent them uh, the the file for I don't even mind. And uh, a few days later, they got back to me with a song that I have not listened to yet. I have wow. saved it oh, for wow. this exact oh, moment. We will all listen to it for the first time together. Uh, I did <laughs> because I know that this is the way they get paid and stuff like that. I already did. Uh, say that the the song is exactly what I wanted, and I gave the the person a five star review uh, because I didn't want to hold out on them and keep them from getting their money. So if it's not if it's not perfect, unfortunately, uh, we can't get the revisions that I guess I paid for. Uh, but I think I think we're gonna really enjoy this song. Wow, uh, I'm excited. How long is it? It is or the entire length of the song. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to listen to all of it right now. I will be I will be making oh, yeah. a video and and putting it on YouTube. So now nobody else in the world has to do the same, you know, YouTube search that I did and find nothing. Um, so yeah, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna you, do that eventually. Before you yeah, make it ahead. public, can I ask a different person on Fiverr also to do a trap remix of this song and we can compare them? Yes, just yes, like an ordinary Joe, like you know, multiple roads that could have been. <laughs> wow, yes. Which trap beat? <laughs> <do you> take? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's a cool idea. Or I mean, you could you could come up with a, a different genre you ask for a remix of. You know, you could. Uh, that could be a good way to go as well. I'm not. You know, this, I'm I'm just saying. This seems like a potentially like a viral like vulture article or something. Like I asked <laughs> twenty different artists on Fiverr to do a trap remix of this Scott Grimes song from 1985. <laughs> Okay. Got him edging here. Just play the fucking song. It's told me everything I need to know about the world. You know, something like that. And it changed the way I think about recycling. Yes, yes, we get it. Yeah. So just join the stream and let me know when you're ready, and I will press play on this. And we will make history here. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I don't think Kevin's ready. I'm ready. Did you click on? Okay, I'm going to press play. Okay. Miranda. Miranda. I'm ready. Just make sure you All can right. hear it. Okay. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. That face. I know. <laughs> I don't know about this part. Oh yeah, tell me, Scott. Show you what it means to be. We gotta wait for the big drop. I assume there's gonna be hit the flute solo. We gotta get there at least. Okay, there's something cool could happen here. Well, that 
reminded me of in the show, they sing along over video chat and that doesn't work. And everyone knows that doesn't work. <laughs> That guy put in exactly as much effort as he should have for uh-huh. getting paid paid right. five dollars. Yeah, I mean, I did pay him extra because it was the entire song. Uh, oh, okay. But, but yes, uh, yes, he he did. I feel like I got my money's worth for sure. <laughs> hey, Greg, do you think I was if just I just laughing, imagining this person making this song? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't imagine what was going through their head when I mean, this request I- came through. Let let's be real. I don't think that this person who did the remix actually listened to the song. I think they they like uh, figured Metro out how many, beats, how many beats, beats per minute yeah. it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, because because they do like the trap beat, which is like a off beat or whatever, like or, or that uh-huh. goes to every other. But this is like the standard pop, like you know, whatever. Right. So it doesn't line up at all at points. But I will say right. that in this song there is like. I see a vision of uh, a Scott, one of Scott Grimes's like past that he should have been on. Right. This is how I know that this is how I know the fucking mm. devil is real because yes. Scott Grimes isn't like fucking Larue doing like some electro pop fucking with his super high pitched voice being like like the ginger Michael Jackson, you know? Like that's mm-hmm. the or that's the fucking. Which fucking butterfly? Which butterfly's wings do I gotta flap in Brazil to get Scott Grimes being the ginger Michael Jackson of our time? Show me the butterfly. I'll go. Yeah. I'll flap its wings. You know what I mean? God, he's yeah. so good. He is genuinely. I was watching the video, the the I don't even my music video, the clear one that you sent us. And I'm like, man, what happened? What's wrong with this music industry? I, yeah. <laughs> I do wish that Scott wow. Grimes was, while continuing to focus on the Orville, also focusing on releasing music. Right, yeah. and I like, wish, I wish he would do R and B and pop, and not his like uh, Sunset Boulevard. The, yes. Yeah. yeah. Not try to be oh, like a he Creed. Makes- he makes uh, ordinary Joe, the rock Joe music, you know? I yeah. wish. I wish. <laughs> we got to get him. We got to get him, you know, making that R&B and stuff. That would be great. Yeah. Well, they do it as a joke with the uh, the American guy or American yeah, dad. What is that? It's Steve, yeah. Yeah. It's like Seth MacFarlane sometimes like, you're so evil. You've got like this super talent shining brighter than the sun and you just want to cast your little shadow over him you know mm-hmm. sorry well, so if gun to my head That's grimes or mcfarlane i can't even say it i can't say it or you guys will actually <laughs> yeah, put a say it, don't say it I, also, <laughs> say it. I take back when i said he, he's jealous he's not jealous seth is uh the best of course but uh yeah scott is really great uh okay. and Artist the is really great. Great job yeah. on that is exactly what I wanted. Well, 
not 1000% exactly what I wanted, but a hundred percent for sure. Uh, you got, you got really close there and I really appreciate it. And we, we had a great time listening together and you I'm glad I, I'm glad I waited. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I will, I will share because with you and I'm going to, I want to hear, like I said, I'm going to make quality. a video and I'm going to make yes. a video and I'm going to, uh, get it on YouTube eventually. Yes, I, I, I think those that last uh, little breakdown at the end there, like that's when it was hidden. He's like, yeah, dun, 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 dun. The, you know, when he's getting really stanky with his attitude, you know, right? And he's like, you dirty little woman, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you used artist the artist the is who I used, yeah. So use somebody else, and I can give you. Do you want the uh, the clean MP3? Do you want me to send you that? Uh, but uh, let's let's. Uh, why don't we stop doing the podcast now? But since we did all of our topics and everything, um, um, I think there's one more. Yeah, yeah I think there's we can one more thing I've got to do. There's one final thing I have to do, and that is make my choice. Uh, there are four roads leading ahead of me here, and I could. I could be a rocker and and you know join Miranda's band. <laughs> yeah, that's an option. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I could uh, leave my wife and and kiss and make out with Joe and and you know we we could be in love with each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could I could go uh, I could go climb aboard a cruise ship with Kevin. And uh, we could work together and be best friends and, and roommates uh, on the cruise ship. Uh, mm-hmm. Or I could, uh, what does Tim even do? I guess I could wander around <laughs> New York looking for movie shoots uh, <laughs> with Tim. Uh, so I have to choose now. And and what am I going to choose? This is so difficult because, you know, each of these roads, if we looked ahead 10 years to see where I was, um, each of these could be great, but I think I have to choose uh, the heart wants what the heart wants. I've got to choose Joe. Joe, yeah. come here with those lips. Yeah. Come here, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of unfair that Joe's whole thing is kissing. Like, that's a... Yeah, yeah like, we could yeah. kiss on that. Of course, of course, of course they're the going to win. Yeah. You've never seen that the Titanic, I guess. It's pretty romantic. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, but that was the official Ordinary Joe podcast, and you're going to hear us every week as we talk about all these episodes of this show for sure. And uh, we never stop our, talking about it with our good friend Joe McGurl. He's going to be here every week from now on. <laughs> yep, I signed my contract. I can't wait to join this crew every week. Uh, wait till you get your first NBC paycheck. <laughs> yeah. That's when it's worth you it. You won't believe I'm how from small Scranton. It is. The office was filmed here on NBC. I get royalties every week from that. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna go uh do anything else. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Bye. Okay. okay. We'll be here another hour, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be here until next effort. week, whenever you want to join again. <laughs> I just log back in. <laughs> Alrighty. I'll just be asleep on camera. You know what? <laughs> um, I freaking love you guys.
and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.